after honestly after the first one laps i was like i need a break i can't like uh, emotionally mentally physically i can't keep doing this and it, it it was it was a it was a very tough call at the time welcome to episode 64 of the cpa exam experience podcast from Superfast cpa i'm nate and in today's interview you're going to hear a conversation i had with cody cody's one of our customers and he has really two segments or two distinct parts to his CPA exam journey. The first part, several years ago, he had the proverbial worst case scenario happen where he had several exams passed and then eventually lapsed. And he kind of swore off the exams. And then now, a few years later, he's come back to it. So the point of this interview is hearing the changes he's made to his process, what he realized now looking back that wasn't working or why the process was so burdensome and took so much time, you know, the first time around, the changes he's made to make the study process much more manageable. And he still has time to, you know, fit in his hobbies, the things that he actually likes doing so that this this doesn't become just such a, uh, a burdensome process. And it can can be done even though he's working full-time he's got people he wants to hang out with he's got things he likes doing besides studying of course and how he's making that all work and so it's a much different story the second time around and so that is what you will hear on the interview with Cody so before we get into the interview I just want to mention two things first of all if you find these episodes helpful whether you're watching these on YouTube or you're listening to the audio version on a podcast platform please take a second to share it with somebody that you know who's also working on their CPA exams because these are the best free resource available for people trying to figure out this process. Everything comes down to your daily study process. And these episodes where you get to hear all these experiences from people that, you know, some people really struggled. Uh, some people just kind of started with our study strategies. And so they just hit the ground running. But regardless, these episodes, we talk through everyone's strategies and people do things differently, obviously, but then there are also very common themes that when someone figures out their study process, they're doing the same kind of key things or they're, the key ingredients are in place. So going on from that, if you have not taken the time yet, or this is the first episode you've come across, then the best place for you to start learning about our study framework and why our clients and customers get such good results and can actually maintain a uh, work-study life balance and still have time to do the things they like doing while crushing their exams at the same time, the best place to start is with one of our free study training webinars. That's where we'll walk you through the key kind of study framework, how to use your review course much more efficiently and effectively, spend less time sitting in front of it each day while getting better results. So you can click the button or the there should be a link in the description if you're watching this on YouTube, or you can just go to our homepage at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage. You can click on see the upcoming times and register for one of those sessions. So all that being said, let's get into this interview with Cody. Yeah, I looked at your, so you're halfway done, correct? Halfway done. Yeah. So I've, passed I've, two. I've, I've passed um, FAR and I passed audit. Nice. And I sit for BEC in October, middle, middle to end of October. And then I'll schedule uh, 
sorry, reg for like December timeframe. Cool. Hoping to be done by the, by the end of the year. Yeah. Well, you're on track. Um, and where are you at with like, how long have you been studying total? How, how long have you been out of school? Are you just, yeah, what's your whole? Yeah. So I have been, so I, I graduated in 2015, um, and straight away started studying for the CPA. I was in, I was, uh, on the consulting side of big four. Um, so worked for EY for, for many years and, and, uh, did accounting computer science undergrad. So I was, you know, right. Wanted to get my CPA, but it wasn't a requirement. So that threw some wrenches into things, but yeah, I started studying right out of college, um, pass, ended up passing, um, BEC reg and audit. And then I had far left. I got a 74, three times. I think you've heard oh, this man. story before and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then everything lapsed, you know, and it was just like heartbreaking, but I was truly like, forget this. I don't need it. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, really frustrated and like, yeah, wrecked by it overall. Um, and so then I restarted studying about this, uh, January last year and I sat for far, um, in like June or now May timeframe. And then, yeah, I've been rolling ever since. Sorry. So when you came back to it just now, did you pass that first? You came back to far and you yeah. passed that. Yeah. So I'm two for two in this new up, this, oh, okay. this new wave of testing. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, and the question has been asked, but like I super fast CPA, like was, I think that big difference maker for me. And I, we can get into, um, how I was studying and what didn't work. I mean, honestly, I'm probably a pretty, I've listened to a number of these, these episodes, a, a lot of them, in fact, but I'm a pretty generic test case, right? <laughs> like I yeah. went Becker straight through, I checked all the boxes. I made sure it said complete. And then I moved on and then I come back at the end and realize I have no idea what I'm doing and, uh, take the test and fail the test. And it was yeah. rinse and repeat. So well, yeah. So before we get into that, the question I had, so you have several years after you passed three and then they all lapsed. What brought you back to the CPA career wise? I, I mean, I guess just whatever, whatever the reason was, what brought you back to wanting to do uh, do it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think a lot of it is just resiliency, ambition, trying to, you know, make sure that I'm doing the most now that to, to, pay dividends in my career going forward. But yeah. more than anything, it was for me, you know, like this was something that I, it, it broke me like back years ago. So I was like really, you know, tormented of if this was the right thing. I had a couple mentors tell me that like, that it was a sizable gap on my resume going to mm -hmm. UI, going to big four and not having a CPA to show for it was a sizable gap. And so um, all those factors combined is really what caused me to want to pursue it again. And so, yeah. 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 That's kind of the, I mean, that was a big thing for me was I viewed the CPA as like, if you go into accounting, you've essentially done, I mean, the whole, essentially the whole reason you did your undergrad and then a master's or the equivalent was just for the, opportunity to even take these exams. And so, yeah, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm passing these exams. Like I'm not gonna, 
not do this because I came this far just to take these. So, totally. yeah, you probably just summarized it when you when you passed the first three, you were just doing the traditional study approach and spending a ton of time. And I mean, you passed three that way. And it, uh, yeah, what? Yeah. So, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, I think no, we have I like a one-second so. delay, and so like I'll, I'll end up saying <laughs> something. Yeah, that. Anyways, go ahead. Whatever you're no gonna worries. say. Yeah. Um. So I. So yeah. So I did end up passing three. Um. Ineffectively is what I would say. Like or inefficiently is what I would say. Far though, that's where, like the the real understanding comes out. I think though, because mm-hmm. it's such a major test, it's such a huge amount of content that you can't like, you you have to go back and re-review constantly. If you don't, you're gonna forget. And honestly, like I wasn't great with my journal entries. I wasn't great with my T T T accounts, and so it was a lot of fundamental immaturity maybe in my in my knowledge of the content that led me to fail and so as i would go through it of course i was doing everything that becker was telling me to do but it was just going in one ear out the other and i didn't have the maybe awareness to say like i'm not retaining this information well enough yeah. to be able to um translate it on the exam because you can take these you can do each of the modules you can do each of the sections and think you're getting it. And then when they put it a little bit different in the question, all of a sudden you don't know the concept at all and you then panic and then everything goes down the hill from there. So, yeah, no, that is a huge thing. Um, and obviously you've probably heard me talk about this endlessly if you've listened to a bunch of the podcasts, but it's, there's just, uh, kind of the way that review courses present the information or basically it's the assumption is kind of your only uh your only tool in this process is time spent studying you know just like watch the video again do more questions and it's never really taught to people to like you also need to be strategically assessing your own process with basically basically what you just kind of mentioned there the, the kind of the difference. So you, you get the 374s and I'm assuming your mindset at that point was just like, I've spent all the time I can spend. I'm, I mean, I, I guess I just can't pass this or is that basically what happened at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Basically um, it was, I mean, you know, of course I sent it to the the local accounting board and I said, or the, the I, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, had them relook at it or mm-hmm. I rebuttaled or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um I I sent it to them twice and both times they came back with sorry, but it's still 74. <laughs> and like, oh man. Absolutely that brutal. And so yeah. yeah. Um and so after that, first one lapsed, first one was reg, and then it was BEC, and then it was audit. And I was just like after honestly, after the first one lapsed, I was like, I need a break. I can't yeah. like emotionally mentally physically i can't keep doing this and it 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 was it was a it was a very tough call at the time and uh something that yeah i've regretted since and so that's obviously why i came back to do it but yeah yeah 74s man those are the the real those those ones kill you the most and doing it getting it three times was like you know the the kill shot 
how long um how long would you did you restudy between those three i guess the two so the first one and then being between the other two retakes yeah it's a good question i did two back to back so it was so it was probably a month and a half i would say between the first and the second attempt like yeah. it was go go through the material at a high level looking at my notes instead of like reading the chapters not listening to the lectures anymore because i felt like i knew the material um running you know practice questions a lot of test based simulations which is a huge piece of the of what i've cut down on um yeah. as part of my my new study strategy but yeah so that's the general timeline now did you say one of these two that you've passed now is far yeah. Yeah. So that was the nice. first one that I took. I wanted to make sure awesome. that that was fully out before my time started. So, um, yeah. yeah, I took, took far and got an 87 and couldn't have been more excited <laughs> for that. So sweet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you've got it handled at this point. So that's, that's awesome. So when you came back now, this time, uh, when, at what point did you come across our, I'm assuming you watched our free training initially. That's like where everyone starts. Yeah. Yeah. So it was actually, I got relatively lucky. It was at the beginning. I had, had probably gone through maybe two of the subsections in, in FAR. Um, so two of the 10 or whatever. Um, and then I came across super fast by, I think it was just podcasts. I was looking up CPA oh, podcasts, just trying okay. to get inspired. And then yeah. I, found found super your podcast listened to a couple episodes was like this guy knows what he's talking about clearly i'm doing this inefficiently and so then i started then i did the free class and then it was from there i just purchased it nice. so um yeah yeah it was it was definitely but I, I i like clearly didn't learn from the first time because i started doing like literally end to end just again and it was taking mm -hmm. hours that i didn't have and so then i was like this has to change. So, yeah. So, uh, what, what would you say was like the biggest difference or maybe like the top two or three things that mm -hmm. I don't know you, I think you mentioned, so you, you've gone in and watched the pro videos then, right? I have, I have. Yeah. There's the free training and then like the pro videos, the actual course is just a lot more in depth. So what, yep. what were the main two or three aha moments or big changes you made and how you study now? Yeah. So, I mean, first one, biggest one is definitely taking the, the, doing the questions first, like that is very, very helpful. And I still watch most of the lectures, mm -hmm. um, but I can, you know, I can adjust how I'm uh, learning from those lectures. And so I haven't cut out the lectures in, in totality, but just because I've given myself enough, uh, runway to have that time. So I'm not time bound. I don't have to get it done in three weeks. Otherwise you couldn't really watch the lectures. So that's one is the, the questions. Um, the two is maybe the, the notes or the, you, you talk a lot about the flashcards. Flashcards aren't really my, my preferred yeah. method. I definitely, I have a, I have an Excel workbook that I use as my like final review. And so anything that strikes me, anything that I struggle with, any kind of formulas that I need to be able to um, retain. I write them down in this workbook and then I review that uh, each of the modules after each of like, that's part of my, uh, I'm sorry, what, what the part of my like study routine. So mm -hmm. I do 
a section of questions plus the videos if I have time. I do a 30 question, a 30 question uh, test or mini test. And then I review my my subsection for the week or for the day. Sorry. So, but I just said another one right there that, that is key. And that is doing that 30 question refresher yeah. of all of the material. Right. Yeah. That's you as well. So really, it's the questions, how I'm addressing the, the, st- the uh, multiple choice questions. And that has been night and day difference on the tests. I find myself finishing the, the multiple choice parts of the exam in very, very quickly in under definitely under two hours, probably more like an hour and a half. And that's allows me, you know, to have significant amount of time on the test-based simulations, which are more difficult for me to like apply the knowledge. And so having that longer runway has, has given me a lot more, if nothing else, more confidence going into those, uh, the test-based simulation sections to be able to say like, you're good, just breathe. No worries. If you need to go get water, take water. You're not time bound. You're not crunched for anything. So, yeah. 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 That is the, uh, <clears throat> that's like the number one test day strategy for Sims. Like regardless of how you actually a- approach the Sims is just leaving two hours plus because they're going to be, confu- there will at least be a few that are confusing, that are different than anything you've seen in your review course. And so really your only, uh, your only weapon against that is tons of time so that you're not stressed out. You're yeah. not trying to rush through it and, and doing all the MCQs in your daily process. So again, you've probably heard me say this on other episodes, but just the whole approach just kind of solves all these problems in advance. That's really what, what it's all about. Um, yeah. Getting really fast at the MCQs because on test day, there's just all kinds of advantages. If you're, if the MCQs are like easy and you breeze through them, that's half the test. And then the hardest part about the Sims is the, the time constraints, trying to figure all that out, you know, map out the little documents or whatever. Anyways. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Um, and then the other thing you said was, uh, oh, you said you have an Excel workbook instead of flashcards. And, and that is, yeah. th- the flashcards is more just like a, a medium. Really, the important thing is that you're taking, just like you said, concepts, whatever it is that you personally struggle to either understand or you keep forgetting it for some reason, and you put those in your own words somewhere that you can re- review later. That's just... Uh, that's a huge piece versus just using the flashcards that came with your review course over and over. Those are written by an accountant. Like it's easy to look at those and be like, Oh yeah, I get this. But all you're doing is memorizing like flashcards written by somebody else. You're not taking the concepts and forcing yourself to actually understand it. So, yeah. 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 And, and the last piece that is like, night and day difference i think for me is that are are the the little mini quizzes the five question quizzes like Mm -hmm. even though i run into you know having seen the same question many times like it 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 makes me feel like i'm learning something all the time if that makes Mm -hmm. sense and so like i think it is really helpful and it helps me to like retain certain aspects of the the content for the section but i think more than anything it helps me to like 
stay motivated and take bite-sized chunks of the of the of the of the test and study process you know so yeah if even if i have to i i can't sit for i have things going on or i'm busy for whatever reason i can't study like at least i can do a couple of these things and then i'm at least looking at the material i'm keeping it fresh i'm keeping it um in the in the top, top of mind so at least i'm thinking about um the content throughout the day yeah yeah there is a uh it's not like I thought of this on my own or anything, but I just, I did that when I studied, um, strictly out of necessity because my first attempt at FAR, I I had seven hours a day, all day before I started my first job and I failed that. I got a 74. And then after that, I was like, okay, I have two hours in the morning. So what am I going to do to like use that two hours? And then I would just take quizzes relentlessly on my phone. Um, and Mm -hmm. Wiley's app back in the day was just like dead simple, but it was perfect. And now they've changed it to where you have to go through all these options just to start a quiz. And so people just don't end up using it in these two minute chunks because it takes two minutes to like set up a quiz. So that's why we make ours like extremely simple. There's like only three possible things you can even click on so that two (sighs) taps and you're taking a quiz. Yeah. Cause it is, it's like, it's huge to just chip away at it. Like every time you have a few minutes and I think a lot of people discount that idea. Like what am I really accomplishing, you know, studying for two minutes at a time, but you keep making those, uh, connections. Yeah. Just like you said, there's just a huge benefit to that. Really adds up. And I, you say it in a couple of the videos, but it's like, Truly that, uh, like you want the quickest way to get from a 74 to a 75 is just plug those things, keep it top of mind, keep thinking about it and it's going to be effective. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And there's all these studies. Apparently there's, uh, it's like an actual, I don't know what you would call it, well, neuro, geez, neuroscientists or whatever people who study modes of learning, (laughs) they refer to that as uh, retrieval learning. And they, they talk okay. about, I've, I've linked to it, to an article a few times from different posts or episodes, but they talk about mm-hmm. how it's dramatically more effective and they've done all these studies on it. Two groups of students that take one long like study session and cover the whole topic and then take a test on it like a few weeks later. And the other group, I mean, it, it, it sounds obvious when you explain it if you look at something multiple times in small chunks a day, it's just dramatically more effective. Whereas again, that's one of those, the the issues with the traditional study approaches, one lesson, which is a huge amount of information. And then the next day you move on to a new mountain of information and it's essentially like replacing it all in your short-term memory. And then by the time you get to the exam, you're weeks removed from the first half of stuff you covered. So it's just like, it makes sense why it only works for about half of people across the board. Yeah. I mean, but you said it right there, right? It was, it is so simple, but yet that's how we learn our whole lives is is that method. And then you take it into your study, your CPA studying same way, right? I did, I studied the same way throughout my, all of my education. So of course I just applied that to how I'm studying or trying to study for the CPA and that didn't work. So it's yeah. like, I wish I would have had this approach for like 
college. That would have been sweet. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what, what is a, uh, I guess kind of two things like what are your, um, your life gets in the way type things. Like what do you have to work around outside of work to find time to study? And then just going along with that, like what does a day of studying look like for you? Like when do you study? Um, if you use the study tools on your phone throughout the day, like what, what does that all look like? What is a typical study day for you? Yeah. So the first question, what kids like life gets in the way. I, I think it's, it's, pretty standard stuff. I, you know, I have a significant other, my, my fiance, she, she takes time for sure. And so like, um, that family fun friends, like everything gets yeah. in the way. Um, you know, in the winter I ski in the summer I golf. So like that all, I have to figure out a way to still keep my sanity and do these fun things. Wow. Making sure that I'm hitting my marks for the, the day. And like, I can share this for sure. My, my solve or my, my thing for the ski season is I, I listen to, um, all of the, it takes about an hour and a half, two hours to get to the mountain from my, my, my house. And so I listen to the, um, audio recordings all the way there and all the way home. And that's my, like, all right, I did it for the day. It might not be yeah. exactly the, I'm not learning new material, but at least I did something for the day and I feel mm -hmm. accomplished that I'm keeping it top of mind. And sometimes that really helps, um, golf kind of similarly. Like I, if I'm playing by myself, I will just listen to it while I'm on the course and I don't mind that at all. Um, right. but, uh, those are the kind of the, the get in the way things. And I think that everyone kind of runs into something similar. Um, maybe like the, the saving grace that I have is I don't have kids. And so like, I can't imagine having, having young children running around <laughs> yeah. while trying to study for these sections. So anyway, yeah. So those are my get in the way, uh, my process though, I'm a morning studier always have been. So that just translated really well. Mm -hmm. Um, so I am up by, up by five 30, um, studying. Fortunately, I'm working from home these days, so it's doesn't take a whole lot for me to get out of bed and get to the desk to start my study routine, coffee in hand. Um, study start by five 30 done by, or so, sorry, maybe I should say I immediately start with the next section or sub subsection or whatever you want to say. So, mm -hmm. um, the, I, 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 I space my tests so that I can have one week per section. So if there's 10 sections of the exam, like far, I have 10 weeks to study. It's probably not everybody's cup of tea, but that's how like it helps me break it up in my head yeah. of like what needs to get done for that period. And so I will either, uh, do one section, one subsect. Oh, sorry. Like the section subsection is so hard to follow, but like, uh, um, it's Becker, right? I've, I'm Becker. kind of familiar yeah. with how Becker's laid out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do, I'll do the questions. I will either watch the video. If the video is over an hour, typically I save it for the weekend or don't watch it honestly, or I skip to the parts that i uh, struggled in the questions just because it's it's too much of the time and then I wouldn't get yeah. to my 30 questions so if it's shorter probably 20 minutes or less 30 minutes or less I'll watch the video at that time I will then do my 30 questions which usually takes me between 15 and 20 minutes um, and then I will re-review my notes from the day um, or for the the section we'll say and then uh, 
that's pretty much it for my morning session. Um, I carve out half hour during the day, like a dedicated half hour to do either one of reading pages of the, of the notes, um, doing, um, uh, potentially more, uh, sections of the, my study materials just in case, or listen or doing the little mini quizzes. I probably end up doing probably five or six mini quizzes throughout the day. And then usually I have, so now I'm at like two hours in the morning, probably a total of half hour, 45 minutes throughout the day. And then at, in the evenings, if I need to catch up or maintain my, um, you know, where I'm at for the week, then I will have an extra session in the evening. Usually if they're, if I'm on track, which usually it's pretty close, um, I will just do another 30 question section and then call it, call it quits. Usually done by, you know, I'll get off work at 536, usually done by seven, I would say, um, with studying for the evening and then rinse and repeat, do it again the next day. Yeah. And it is really nice to, once you have like that daily process, that works. And especially like, you know, it's working, it's working really well now. And once you've like kind of accomplished it for the day, you just don't have to think about it for the rest of the evening. And you know, it's just, then you get to have that like mental break instead of always grinding and dreading. I think the worst thing is probably like when you got those three seventy fours. like the worst thing about this is if you're putting in all this time and effort and it's just like not, paying off that's when this gets really uh i don't know depressing or just really frustrating obviously yeah man i mean the the cpa can put you in a dark place is what i would say and so to anybody listening to this that is in that dark place like it gets better keep grinding and like push through it so um that's kind of i i was there i was like you know what is why am i doing accounting i don't like does it really make me excited do i really love it that much i can't even pass these things and then it starts making you question but it's mm -hmm. not accounting we're talking about a test right you need to regurgitate information and yeah. so like that's tough that's a tough like cog in your brain that like doesn't click after enough of these beat downs and so like yeah so i would say for sure i'm with you in terms of like the 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 mental drag yeah. And, and then on the flip side, when, once you, again, once you have a process, like there's no easy buttons on this, obviously it's going to take time, dedicated focus. You have to like keep your head in the game all the time. Uh, but once you have a process that's working, you know, it's, it's momentum. And so like, it's almost, I say, I, I got to the point where I almost looked forward to like my morning study sessions just because I knew it was working. I just knew if I keep doing this day after day, I'm going to pass these exams and be done. Whereas again, mm -hmm. it's really hard to sit down and study for hours every day. If you just feel like you're spinning your wheels and what you're doing like isn't working. And so it's yeah. much easier to do it every day. If you have this sense of progress, which yeah, that's, that's why I'm always talking about. You have to figure out your study process. It's not, you don't just throw yeah. endless time at this. That's, you have to be like strategic, figure out, make sure what you're doing is working. And I, I would also say in, to that point is like finding that balance of, I know I have to finish these seven topic areas for the week in my study, study schedule to remain, remain on track. 
But if I'm not, if I'm no longer like cognitively understanding what's going on, or I'm just like fried, do something else, change it Mm -hmm. up, take some of these quizzes, like it's not working. Don't spin your wheels. Don't waste your time. And of course there's a balance there, right? You have to get through the material somehow. So figure it out. But, uh, that was one area that I found super helpful was the first time I started taking these exams that I would just, you know, I'd force myself to sit there until it was done. And like looking back, like how silly or how foolish was that to like force myself to sit there for hours on end realizing in the moment that I'm really not understanding what's going on. But if I just watch this, it'll somehow just be there when I need <laughs> right. it in a month, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, I liked what you said about listening to the audio notes when you're skiing, what an interview I did yesterday. Uh, he was talking about how he'll go mountain biking and he just listens to the audios while he mountain bikes and yeah. like, well, I mean, like I, I get why, and that's that's awesome that you can still be making progress and do something. It doesn't sound like the funnest thing in the world, like listening to my voice talk about <laughs> accounting while you're mountain biking. But it the the point there is you can be making progress with using study tools as you go out and still do some of the things that you like doing. Like you don't have to just completely close off everything, all your hobbies you know, for six months while you get these exams done, like you can be doing both. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, do you golf quite a bit? I'm a huge Uh, golfer. Are you a huge golfer? I'm not very good to be honest with you. I, uh, I, I started golfing probably three, four, five years ago and uh, Mm -hmm. I've gotten down to, I, I broke 90 this summer. That was my big accomplishment for the summer, but that's oh, I mean, I'm not very good. No, but like you, you can go out and play and not lose balls every other hole. Like that's when it gets real fun. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I would say I'm about, I'm, I'm about there. My biggest issue though, is that I love to hit the long ball. So I've, I always bring out the the driver and then, uh, I haven't, haven't quite <laughs> learned course management. <laughs> so I, I put oh, myself man. into trouble a lot. I feel like yeah. Bryson out there. <clears throat> I've just admitted to myself, I would rather like hit a 330 yard drive than pretty much anything else. So if I lose one once in a while doing that, there's just nothing like (laughs) hitting the driver. So that's hilarious. Yeah, that's exactly. (laughs) I I like to live by the motto layups are for basketball. So yeah, I didn't come out here to lay up. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that is funny. So what about your, uh, we talked about your process for taking notes. What about the um, the few days before an exam? If you, mm-hmm. if you want to call it a final review, or do you use the little mega cram session thing? Like, how how do you just how do you do the last few days before an exam? Yep. So I do have the final review for Becker, and that actually is is a is a product. I don't. I'm not trying to tote other products here, but is a product that I would encourage people to get because yeah. it's, it's I've definitely heard good helpful. Things, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just consolidates it. So I can do the, I can get through that entire book in probably two days, three days. And so let's say I'm out a week or so from exam day, I will make sure to get through that final review, anything in that final review that doesn't click immediately. I write it down and I go back to, 
um, either the section or the notes or the, you know, wherever it is that finally allows me to make it click. And so I would do that. Honestly, I'm kind of a head case. The couple of days before I get into a very like stable state and I have to keep it, like I have rituals of where I, what I do like night before, like I have a sweatshirt that I wear for every exam and just, you know, and like, That's I'm hilarious. not lying. I- like I'm, I played baseball growing up, so I'm like quite superstitious. I'm a little stitious. And so, yeah, so I, I like I have a routine. I have what I eat in the morning before my exams. I have, you know, uh, I have a specific exam location. I mean, there aren't that many like yeah. prometric places in my area, but like I have one that I go to and I know like I'm not going to go somewhere else. I would wait an extra amount of time to to go to this one specific location because it's working. So yeah, why mess it up? That's funny. The The interview I just did like a couple hours ago and we'll publish that mm. next week or something. But she was saying that w- once she got her study process figured out and then she just felt like she was ahead of schedule and wanted like good vibes before her first exam or her first exam once she really felt like she knew what she was doing. So she had like a cookout with friends, drink a beer and she's like the whole time she was saying she's really super superstitious. So she was like, now before each of my exams, I get my friends together and have a beer the night before. And like she went four for four after she was doing that. It's just it's funny. I should have fun. said a more fun ritual. That's what I'm trying to say now. <laughs> you could add that in while you wear your sweatshirt. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, so you use the. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you also go through your Excel spreadsheet where you've collected kind of all your struggle areas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I definitely leverage that more during the daily, like daily process rather than the, the final review. I do call it my final review spreadsheet, but I don't go, you know, tab by tab. That would take too much time. And I, again, it Mm -hmm. wouldn't be super effective for me. Um, so I do like reference it, but I don't go end to end on that in that workbook at the end or in like that week leading up. Yeah. Uh, and then how do you study on the weekends? Is it any different than what you do on the weekdays? Yep. Definitely different. Um, I focus a lot of my time on multiple choice or not multiple choice, uh, task-based simulations on the weekends. So well, first, if there's any sections that didn't get done during the week, which is pretty rare, I'm usually pretty diligent, um, in which case I take one Saturday or Sunday, get up in the morning and probably spend three, four hours and do the TBSs for the section. Um, anything that isn't clicking, again, go back and re-review that. But I usually spend a day or I take one of the days to like decompress as like a free day for sure. Mm-hmm. The last thing I kind of ask is uh, what would be your top two or three tips to someone who's currently like someone who's like putting in a bunch of time, but really struggling with the process, even if it's stuff we already covered, like what would be your top two or three tips to people? Well, number one tip is buy your product and <laughs> trust the process. Cause yeah, no, nah, I'm just kidding. But like, seriously, like, there's no reason to be putting in insane hours. You're not retaining the information. And unless the test is in a week and you haven't started studying, in which case you should probably reschedule that test anyway. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason for you to be grinding that hard, studying that hard. 
um, if you plan accordingly. And so tip tips, I would say, trust the process I, in terms of breaking it into bite-sized chunks daily. Uh, second tip, make time for yourself. Like it's a, it's a tough thing and not many people understand it. And so find a community of folks that even if it's on Reddit or, you know, people that you don't actually know, or even super fast, like the chats, like sometimes there's good stuff in there. Um, but like find a community that, that can sympathize if nothing else with what you're going through and just be, um, open with them about what you need, uh, in terms of support or, Hey, I'm going to go dark for the next month. It's nothing personal type idea. So take yeah. time for yourself and keep, keep people that are in your corner around you. Other than that, I would say like we covered a lot of what I do and I think that's been working. So those would be kind of my tips, but yeah. I, well, two, not, not two questions. I have one question on that. But I liked what you said earlier about uh, just doing something each day, even if it's just with like study tools or reviewing your own notes or like you said, you're going to go skiing, but you listen to the audios. I mean, and you end up that's like four hours total. So, I mean, that's highly worthwhile or highly valuable study time you're putting in. And then uh, what I was going to ask was when you mentioned finding like a community, did you because a few times people have said they, they were part of like a very specific, like Facebook group, like for, uh, like moms that were studying for the CPAs, CPA exams, or do you, do you go on Reddit a lot? You mentioned Reddit for on the CPA subreddit or, you know, I peruse, I wouldn't say I follow it or anything too crazy. Um, I'm fortunate that I have, a number of friends that are also big for and have gone through something similar. So I'm fortunate to have that community. Um, but I would say like, I do go on Reddit on occasion and just to see, especially after like test releases, it's always nice to hear people, Hey, I, you know, share their story. Like I struggled with this one part and I got an 87, I got 74 three times and I got an 87 on far. Like (laughs) I did it. I made it like, and just sharing that, that like celebration, I guess, like it's, I, I really, it, that's, that part's great. Reddit can be tough. These other forums can be tough because sometimes it turns into like more of a sob story type, type thing. And I'm, I, I, I like, like that can be tough, right? If it's constructive yeah. and they're looking for, you know, how did you overcome this hurdle? Great. Love it. But as soon as it's like, it's unfair, like, what was me? then Exa- that's yeah. kind of where I check out. So that's, that's partly be- because it, uh, partly why I was asking about Reddit, if there was maybe some other subreddit I wasn't aware of, but when I look on like the CPA subreddit, it just seems like yeah. people mostly just complaining, like about just about how stupid the exams are and like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, even if all that's true, I mean, this is still like you either pass these or you don't. So anyways, that's kind of what I, that's kind of why I was asking about Reddit specifically is at least that one subreddit. Yeah. Um, And I've seen it also on, on like some Facebook forums as well. Like I think that's everywhere. And so just filtering that out, keeping that in mind. I mean, I would not, I I would never look at like 
the CPA subreddit like the day before ex- an exam, like that would stress <laughs> yeah. me out. So yeah. yeah, do it at your own own uh, at your own pace. But yeah, it's a good it's a good resource if nothing else, just to have somebody that's going through something that you're going through. So yeah, well, and that's uh, with this. Did you say you would listen to several of these episodes before, or like during? Yeah, just in the yeah. last year or so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I started yeah. listening uh, on occasion, like starting. Oh, you said in that's how January. you found us. Actually, was the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. When we started that, I mean, I didn't really have. I don't know. I didn't really have goals for like the podcast, but that was one unintended thing that we just get constantly is how uh, motivating it is just to hear someone's complete story arc. Like they they may or may not have struggled in the beginning. And then there's all the study tips about, you know, I passed all four. This is exactly how I studied. This is what would work. But a lot of the stories, you know, there's this period of like struggle first and just have it just people hearing that. And there's all these, depending on like who you are, there's just striking similarities, different episodes you identify with. And uh, I don't know. That's one thing we hear constantly about these episodes. That's why we keep doing it because keep doing it's just a, just a really good resource. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've kind of gone through everything. So, so you've passed far and which, what's the other one? Audit audit. Nice. So you just have yeah. B, which one are you doing next? I know you said this, BEC. I just forgot BC. Yeah. BEC in October and then I'll do reg in December timeframe ish. So yeah. Awesome. BEC. I'm not terribly concerned about, I'm uh you know, it like internal controls is kind of what I've done for a lot of my career, IT stuff, like economic. Uh, yeah, uh, all of the material. Like if I was going to say I'm comfortable with any of the material, it'd be BEC. So yeah. I'm excited to like, and I also think it's the most interesting material to learn. I think there's a lot of people that would disagree with that statement, but that and then reg and uh, yeah, reg is reg. It'll be a lot of that will, will be a lot more flashcards and a lot more just memorization stuff, but yeah. 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 But if you got, uh, if you got an 87 on far, you know, you just do that. Like you, you have your process down. And so it's just, yeah, it's just execution at this point and doing it every day and yeah, you'll be done. So, well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad our stuff could help and that you found our, found our podcast I guess that's another benefit of the podcast. We've found, I mean, a lot of people have found us that way. So yeah, I appreciate you doing the call. It was awesome to meet you and yeah, congrats on being done with two and well on your way. Hey, thank you. And I would say to you, like, thanks for doing these, man. Like the, it, the pro, the, the, the product itself is, is awesome. And like, it's, it's helping more people than I think you even know. So just, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, I, I love getting on here and like hearing these full, you know, like talking with our actual customers and hearing people's full stories. It's been really cool too. So, so yeah, I appreciate you saying that. So that was the interview. I'm sure you found that very helpful, motivating, inspiring, all of the above. If you did find it helpful, again, please take a second to share this episode with someone you know who is also working on their exams. And if you haven't yet, sign up for one of our free study trainings. So thank you for watching or listening, and we will see you on the next episode.